This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. Welcome to Warrior Watch. This is June 22nd. We're so excited to have you here with us today. Uh, we're going to be talking today about raising kingdom kids. And I've got two of the best uh, examples, friends, girls that have been with me through thick and thin. My two sisters, uh, Cindy Mooring and Anita Childress. Cindy is senior pastor, uh, one of the senior pastors at Celebration of Life. Nita is one of our executive pastors, helps with everything here. And uh, um, these women, um, they know what they're doing. Now, they're not uh, best-selling authors on the New York Times uh, list. <laughs> but we've all raised amazing kids, and God has really helped us. And I'm excited about them talking to you about some of the things that they utilized in raising kids that were focused on um, living for God, having a real spiritual compass, being grounded in the word, raising kids to follow their gifts, but not get so focused on their talents and their gifts that they forget their spiritual heritage. To me, this is a real 911 in the church. We are facing um, a generation where I'm not too sure that the parents are taking the time and really stopping and saying, what is the most important thing for my child? We know you'll see where people make education is very important. You know, you want your kids to go to college. You want your kids to get the best education. We want to make sure our kids have clean homes, great clothes, uh, the emotional health that they need. But without the spiritual foundation and without giving our kids the spiritual foundation, what is important to you will be important to them. What you don't, if you don't deem it important... If the football game on Sunday is more important than Sunday morning church, then football will be your kid's church. And it, it, it's, it's to me, we as parents are going to be responsible for how our children view their foundation and their, their life with God. And um, so I'm excited about having them. I want to uh, first talk, introduce my sister, um, Cindy Mooring, and have her talk about, you know, really what she did as far as teaching her children how to pray and keep God in the center of everything that they've done. Cindy, tell me some of your secrets with raising your children and teaching them how to pray.
No. It was by So yeah, you, you were this. you were intentional. Right. You didn't and I noticed I, I noticed this all through the years, Nita, with you raising uh-huh. kids as well. You were intentional with your example. You were intentional with prayer. I can remember nights coming over to the house and you know, we've been in church and you're sitting in that big chair praying and I, David walks by and Elena walks by and they're doing their thing. But can you can you imagine the mental image of mom interceding right. in the living room, what right. that did for yeah. them? Right. Nita, give me some of the things that you did in the way of teaching them how to pray and really seeking the Lord. Absolutely. Right. Nita, that is that is right on. I have seen parents, and of course, you've got like you said, the key is finding people that you trust and that love God, and you know, love your kids the way you love your kids. But, but I've seen parents that they don't want anybody to correct their children. They don't want anybody to have a voice, and you are setting your kids up for a real problem. I mean, if you're part of a local house and they come tell you that Johnny was bad in Sunday school, you don't need to scream at the teacher. You need to look at Johnny and whip Johnny and make Johnny accountable. And so many times, you know, when I was a kid, if I got in trouble at school, I knew that was mean I was going to get a beating at home. My daddy didn't come to school and figure out how he could blame the teacher or sue the teacher. And I'm not saying that every time your child is you know, uh, gets in some sort of a issue that it's always your child's fault. I'm just saying children know their parents. They know that they're very soft-hearted toward their kids. And we see our kids through rose-colored glasses. And that's just the bottom line. It's human nature. So you need a village. You need people around that can say, you know what, um, Callie, she's a little messed up. And I love her, and I'm going to stand with you, but... You know what? She really does need some correction. And if we're not open to that, a lot of times when our kids get to that place where your voice has gone to white noise, they're not hearing anything, anything, that other person that you trust can get through to them.
Right. Saying, you know. It, it is. I heard someone say, and I wish I could remember what book I read it in. They said every time you go to pray for one of your lost loved ones or your children that's wayward or whoever in your family that you're praying for, literally you are setting, the Lord is sending out angels to just nudge them, put them in the right place. You know, we have a free will, but but our prayers are powerful and it sends angels on assignment after our children. And you know, it, and I have found myself many times when I was frustrated with my kids, you know, I get mad or I scream at them or, you know, we don't, I, I haven't always just been, you know, I'd go pray and then I'd go out and, and scream at them. And I wish I could say different. And I'm sorry on BPN radio, you're having to hear this admission. Jesus help me. I'm working on it. But I realized that my words in the natural had, you know, when I'm talking about my kid had to line up with what I was praying. Because you can pray faith and then talk destruction. And so I had to really work on praying faith and then talking faith and not letting my frustration with my child cause me to, you know, we need to discipline them. We need to tell them the truth, but we do not need to talk destruction over them. So that was something that I had to work on. But prayer is the key, Nita. Prayer is the key. Yes, when they're in their home, you can guide them. You can set parameters. Your, your kids don't need a best friend. They need a godly parent. They need someone that loves them, that supports them, that speaks life into them, that sees the, the you know, I, I've heard the old saying, there's a king and a fool in everybody, and we need to speak to the king or the queen in them. But... They also need someone that will draw a line, set a boundary, yeah. spank them like the Bible says. Um, you know, do what you need to do, but also show them the love and the support. Now, once they're gone, yeah. then all we can do is pray. Right. I mean, because there is no drawing the line. They're out on their own. They're paying their own bills. They're doing their own things. And you have to trust God. I heard an example of a lady who had 12 kids. Nita and Cindy, and this is such, this so encouraged me. And she was a prayer warrior, like hours every day. And 10 of her kids were saved, serving God, but two kids were stray, you know, had had gone astray and never had really served God. She was like, I don't know, almost 90. And finally that 11th child got saved. And she was like three weeks before death and God moved on that 12th child and that 12th child got saved. And that goes to show you that all of her prayers, prayers, they were answered. And we as parents have to really get a hold of the Mm -hmm. horns of the altar and pray for our children until we see the manifestation of the kingdom of God in their life. So we know, we know that prayer is important. Um, Going to church, teaching them the Bible uh, give me some examples of some of the scriptures that y'all would pray over your children. Because I think that's really important to know scriptures to pray over them. Use the, the word of God. Can you give me some of those, Pastor Sid?
Okay. Would you mind doing that right now, Pastor Cindy? Just pray for the the, chi- the parents and the children that are connected to the parents that are listening yes. right now that, 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 that God's word would be fulfilled. Will you pray that right now? Absolutely. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yes. Lord, I just thank you for our children. Uh, I thank you for David and Elena and Leland and Jack and Shelly and Wes and uh, Amanda and Lana and Lauren and... Um, Rachel and Jake and uh, Lord there's so many I can't remember them all we have a lot of children we didn't know when to quit we were Pentecostal and didn't have a TV Lord I just thank you for all of our children and I just declare that every seed that was sown in those kids all their lives will come to full fruition and they, they will live for you they'll be sensitive to you and they will draw nigh unto you I thank you for every listener that's on BPN. Lord, any wayward child, we call them saved and delivered and set free. Any child that's walking in any kind of darkness, God, we ask you to forgive us as parents for any mistake that we've made that might have caused our children to stumble. And we ask you, Lord, for any for anything that might have happened in any of these children's lives that would have caused them to lose faith in Christianity because maybe a Christian wasn't always Christian. And I just pray, Father, that the children that are connected with everyone listening will be saved, healed, no matter if these children are 50, 75, or they're 10, 15, 5, 16, 25. We don't care how old they are. We just declare, Lord, that you're doing a mighty work in our children. And, Father, they're going to be everything that you've called them to be. Yes, Yes. Yes, it's really, it's amazing to me. Uh, I was looking, Nita, at Lena. This is Nita's little girl, or she's grown girl now. And I watched her come in church Sunday with her husband and her children. And, and I watched Lissa 
this last week. This is Nita's uh, oldest grandchild. Get a prophetic word that she'd be on the mission field her whole life. And I thought, you know, it is so important to get your kids in a revival atmosphere where the prophetic word is being pronounced over them because the prophetic word has power to release destiny. And I have seen it over and over in our children's lives where we had them in church and we didn't have them in dead, dull, dry church. And I'm not knocking any, if if you're preaching the gospel, I'm for you. But if your kid is going to sleep in church, they're probably not getting much out of it. But if you can get them in a Holy Ghost filled church where they're preaching the true word of God and the spirit of God is flowing, the presence of God is flowing and the gifts of the spirit are flowing because kids are looking for power. That's why we're seeing a flood of all types of, um, you know, these supernatural. supernatural shows that are witchcraft. We're seeing, you know, basically they're soothsayers is what, what the Bible calls them, but they call them mediums and they call them all kinds of things. But we have a generation that is looking for power. Right. And it's time for the church to rise up and show the kids the power. That's right. The real power. The devil has power, yeah. but he's right. not the power. He's right. not the ultimate power. The ultimate power is Jesus Christ. And so I, I looked at uh, Alyssa and I'm thinking, and I cried thinking about this is a mother yeah. and a grandmother mm-hmm. and a grandfather that had this kid in church right. from the day she came into this yeah. world. Mm-hmm. And she has a hunger for God and the word of God is being prophesied over her and she's receiving it because it's she'd been good. raised. It, it, it is the truth. No. Yes. Yes. Right. Right. There's no amount of money. That's exactly right. I, I, we're going to go come right back to this, but that is an absolute awesome. fact. Awesome. Not there's not all the wealth in the world, all the success in the world won't trade 
is not a trade for my kids' salvation and my kids' spiritual stability. We're going to take a minute, and we're going to break for Leland's song called Refresh Me. And uh, this is a young man that uh, he's my nephew, and I adore him. And he is a man of God, and he's going to sing this real quick, and we'll come back and talk more about raising kingdom kids.
to have my, my two sisters here. We're talking about Raising Kingdom Kids. I just enjoyed that song by Leland. Love Leland. Uh, if you've never had any of his music, take the time, Google him, go to iTunes, buy everything that the boy has ever written because it's phenomenal. I also want to take the time to uh, push BPN Radio. I love this network. This network is doing amazing things. It's a network that's being raised up by God through Papa Dale Gentry and Gene Gentry, and he's taken a year from off the road, and he's focused just on this prayer network. And I want to encourage you, if you're not supporting BPN Radio, support BPN Radio on some level. Uh, once a month, once a week. This is a ministry that I believe has been raised up by God, and it is going to raise up thousands upon thousands of prayer warriors. And so uh, get involved in this ministry, and uh, we're so thankful you're listening today. I wanted to take the time to do that. But we're going to go back to Raising Kingdom Kids. And two of the things I want to talk about on this segment is teaching your children right from wrong, a moral compass which is really important. And then I, w- I want to transition over into talking about taking their natural bent, the things that they're talented, and not only developing them spiritually, of course they must be developed spiritually, but develop- developing their natural gifts. When when you look at the scripture, train up a child in the way it should go, uh, if you go and you do a lot of study, the Jewish people never worried that their children would not be Jewish. They knew the kids were going to serve Jehovah God. When you look at that scripture and you study that scripture, they took that scripture more about look at the natural giftings of the child and then train them according to that bend. They would name their kids doctor. They would would ask the Lord, what's this child's name? Lawyer. What's this child's name? Entrepreneur. What's this child's name? Conqueror. And so that's why names were very important. So I want to first talk about teaching your children right from wrong. And Nate, I wanted you to give an example where you had to really teach um, your son mm-hmm. right from wrong and an example that the listeners could enjoy. Wow. Wow.
Uh-huh. So they went and got uh, uh, some, a couple of cases of beer. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how. Just got his driver's license. <laughs> Just got his Oh yeah, and they get pulled over by a cop. Isn't that isn't that uh, unreal? Oh yeah. And he. Uh huh. You know what I love about this story? You know what I love about this story? Boy was in jail the night before, and he was in church the next morning with the base strapped on him. And you know what? We just have to keep doing the right thing and keep keep showing the kids, look, yeah, you made a mistake. God forgives you. We forgive you. But you're going to church. You're going to play the bass this morning. And we're going to talk to you all the way to church about what a bad decision you made. (laughs) And then we're going to talk to you all the way home. And you're going to have to listen to it from... Mama and Aunt Cindy and Aunt Callie. Of course, I'm probably the least heavy of the three. But Aunt yeah. Cindy's the heavy. Yeah, Aunt Cindy was terrible. Yeah, but I love it. I love it because you know what? All of our kids have made mistakes. That's right. But we've kept them in the house of the Lord. That's right. And right. and you teach them and train them. I'll never forget. Uh, Rachel was a little girl and she liked to lie. She liked to tell big lion tales. And so she told Uncle Todd, well, I was gone work, and she told Uncle Todd they didn't have school. Cindy was homeschooling her kids. So, But Rachel went to public school, and she told every, she had everybody convinced that she didn't go to school. Uncle Todd went down to the Dairy Queen and saw everybody at school, and he came home and wore her honey out. Yeah, she, got she got a spanking, and we got, then we go back to that village again. Yeah. It, Mama wasn't there to give her a spanking. Uh-huh. We weren't going to wait nine hours for Mama to get home. She was getting a spanking right there and then. And we need to be parents to our kids. That's right. We need to teach them right from wrong. They need to know that lying is is wrong. They need to know that manipulation is wrong. They need to know that, you know, 
when you when you go out and you do things that are wrong, there's consequences. And if we'll give them consequences, then I don't believe they'll ever get any major trouble and have to face consequences like exactly real consequences, right. like exactly prison right. or jail or things that could really alter their life forever. So I love that. Cindy, do you have a teaching moment where... No. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, another thing that I think, one of the main things that are missing with this generation and uh, I didn't always do great with this. Uh, there were times I did really good. You know, I was gone a lot working, but I, I see gaps in my children with this, and especially my grandchildren, and I'm working with my kids to try to fix this, is there is a real lack of honor when kids walk into a room with adults. Right. It, it really drives me insane. It does me too. And I'm, I have to ask the Holy Spirit to help me. Right. When I come into a room... And I say something to the kid, and they're playing the deal, and they answer me and never look up. I've been teaching my grandchildren, you put the deal down. You put your little whatever you got in your hand. You look at your grandmother, and you engage with me. You say, hello, grandmother. How are you doing? Now, that may sound rough, but if we don't teach children to honor, and it it drives me insane when, when kids walk in and they don't say anything or don't give their chair up for an elderly person. Yeah. These are things that we as parents and grandparents have to teach them right. or they don't understand honor. When an elderly woman comes in, I give her my seat. Absolutely. When someone, when I walk into a room, I speak to everyone in the room. Children have to be taught that. Yeah. 
and, you walk into a room and you've got men sitting everywhere and a woman walks in, a man yeah. should st- stand up and give the woman a seat. Absol- yeah. Absolutely. So I, I want to encourage parents. You know, I, I don't want to make this... Uh, I don't want you to feel like we're down on anybody. Right. These are just, I've got five kids, 10 grandkids. You know, I've done a lot of things right. I've done a lot of things wrong. I want you just to be able to learn from us. Yeah, these these are things that teaching children honor will be, it will cause them to go to the highest heights and reach so much success because they, the, the fruit of that is blessing. Yeah, she's been trying to. I was so. That's so good. Parents that are still thinking that way. Yeah, and training your children to be honest, to have morals. To yes. use honor, to honor adults, to honor people in authority, right. um, to not, you know, to not speak evil of people in authority, right. Right. to, uh, to tr- you know, to show Christ and show honor. Well, another thing that I wanted us to discuss, because, you know, when you're raising your children, parents want to give their kids the support for the talents that are in them. Your children are all born with talents. And some kids are more given towards sports and education, music, and maybe journalism or maybe business business, or, you know, maybe they want to be a doctor or they want to be a lawyer. You know, there's all kinds of gifts that flow through our children. And we as parents have been given them to steward them right. for a short time. You really, right. 18 right. years, 22 years, however long they're in high right. school, college, is kind of once they get through college, they're usually on their own. Mm-hmm. And so that's not a lot of time right. to, to steward those gifts. And I want to talk about how to steward those gifts, yeah. how to grow their natural abilities, but do it in balance. Because I yeah. see a lot of young people they want their kids to be involved. You know, you'll, you'll hear the old saying, if the kids are involved, they won't get in trouble. Well, there is some truth to that. Kids need to be busy, but they don't need to be so busy they don't have any time for spiritual things. God's exactly. going to church. You know, there needs to be a balance to that. Right. Yeah. So I want to talk about how you, because I did the same thing. I'll give a few examples of what I did as well, but how you, Pastor Cindy, would further their gifts but not get out of balance with their spiritual grounding.
10 songs. Yeah, he said, I need, I need a manager and a publisher. He was asking for all these different things, and he didn't know really what any of them meant. He just like, heard he about just, it. He just, Right. And that was his biggest passion. Right. And a lot of times parents can see it. If there, if if you're grounded spiritually and you're just not trying to self-actualize through your children. Right. Which can be a real trap. That's true. You know, because a lot of times parents don't, uh, don't always get where they want to get in life. So they want to try to make Johnny do their dream. Right. And right. you know what? I've, right. I've been guilty of that at times where I wanted my kids to live out my dream that didn't quite didn't right. quite manifest but you really have to go back and get yourself right, right so that you don't inflect your desires and your dreams on your children but if you truly see what they're passionate about then god will show you how to nurture that in balance and the big word is balance right exactly. the big word is balance because if you don't do it in balance you're going to teach that kid that they're ambition is more important than God, right. that their ambition is more important than right. people, exactly. that their success is more important than anything, and they'll do anything to get there. And that's not the truth. Yeah. The truth is our destiny is important, but the most important thing is our relationship with God. Right. That's right. And, it, and that word called balance in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will teach us all things. That's exactly and that's right. why we have to stay plugged into the Holy Ghost. Exactly um, right. My baby boy... And, and we only have a few more minutes before we're going to play another song here. But my baby boy always, always, him and Leland yeah, were yeah, our G.I. Joes. They were. They were our total G.I. Joes. I mean, I knew that my son had a passion for, for the military. When at six, he's yelling, flank that tree. I mean, that's not normal converse, conversation for a little bitty boy. But, you know, I pushed him. I, I'm sorry. I wasn't just jumping for my son to become special forces. Right. I wasn't jumping for my son to be in danger. I mean, yeah. I love this country, and if my kids want to fight, I am going to support it. But that was not my first desire. So I pushed my son, who was a little slow. He was like the slow developing one, you know. The one I couldn't was had a little lazy streak in him. All he wanted to do is play video games. Eat watch tater movies. chips, watch movies. You know, I had to push him to work. I had to push him. Right. But I literally pushed him and made him. We made him learn the bass and go on the road with, yes, with, with Jake. We didn't give him a choice. Yeah. But pushing him toward the things of God and pushing him to right. really added that, that um, 
that's confidence and that dimension that when he finally decided, I'm going to go do this military thing, I'm going to go do it. He had a spiritual grounding and we knew it was the right thing. And it all came in time. If you as a parent make their ambition your priority, they're going to lose their soul. That's true. But if you make raising them, teaching them, training them in the Holy Ghost, nurturing their natural gifts, Mm -hmm. but making the Holy Ghost number one, one, they will reach their destiny without losing their soul. That's exactly right. And that is where we as mothers and fathers, Mm -hmm. we have a huge responsibility. And I didn't always make A plus in this, okay? I I didn't even know enough. It's a miracle we got our kids where we did. I mean, I just, I didn't always make A plus in this. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this. I decided as a young mother, that I wanted my children to serve God. Right. I decided that I was going to always be in a Holy Spirit-filled church, right. and I decided that no matter what was wrong or right in my life, my kids were going to be in revival. Ladies, I've, I've enjoyed this so much. We're going to take a minute and we're going to play another song by Leland called Christ Be All Around Me. I hope you all enjoy it. We're going to come back and pray for our listeners uh, here in just one minute. As I rise, strength of God, go before, lift me up as I wait. Eyes of God, look upon, be my side, yeah, yeah. As I wait, heart of God, satisfied.
Well, I'm so excited. I've enjoyed having my two sisters with me today, and we've been talking about raising kingdom kids. I want to take a minute, and I just want to pray for our kids and for their destinies and that that everyone here will get a fresh desire to raise children according to the Word of God and by the Holy Ghost. And Lord, I just thank you for everyone that's uh, listening today. I thank you for the moms and the dads. I thank you for the grandparents. I thank you for the young people that are raising their children. I, I thank you, Lord, for giving us a burning desire to totally depend on Holy Ghost for raising our children, that we would raise our children by the Word of God. And I just thank you, Lord, that we would raise our children in Holy Ghost-filled churches. I just declare that our children will be, they will see us intercede every day. They will know that moms and dads and grandparents are people of prayer, that we depend on you, Lord, for everything. I thank you, Lord, that we're going to model in front of our children what praying parents and praying grandparents look like. And I declare that our children will do great exploits for the Lord. I declare that they will be spiritual. I declare that they will be quick to repent. I declare that they will serve you with all their heart. I declare they will reach every destiny that you have planned for them. But God, they will not compromise or sacrifice their walk with you for anything. I declare our children will be great in the kingdom of God, that they will wash feet, God, that they'll walk humbly before you. I ask you, God, to, to cause our hearts to literally seek you, that we would be humble and and we would be contrite and we would be quick to repent and we would model this for our children. I declare that our children will do great exploits for you, Jesus. They're going to go into every social mountain, Lord. They're going to be doctors and lawyers, Holy Ghost doctors, Holy Ghost lawyers, Holy Ghost actresses, Holy Ghost entertainers, Holy Ghost musicians, Holy Ghost psalmists, preachers that are sold out to the kingdom of God, not just building kingdoms to themselves, but building your kingdom. Evangelists that are sold out to the work of God. Missionaries, Lord, housewives, that God, that you would restore honor to women that say, I want to stay home and raise my children and be a wife. God, you would restore honor. That is the hardest job in the world. And we just, we just thank you, Lord, for praying mothers, mothers that are keeping the the home running that are keeping the meals cooked that are that are keeping that family running we just we pray over the dads god as they go out into their to the their jobs the chemical plants all the different things that they do for a living god we thank you for the sacrifice and we thank you lord that we are raising godly children children that love you that can hear the clarion call god of your voice that want to know the word and they want to know the whole counsel of God, uh, that they're the children that fear the Lord, parents that fear the Lord. God, we just give you the praise and the glory for it. And we thank you, God, for an opportunity to serve you and to pray and to raise children that love you with their whole heart. I want to take time real quick, and I want to encourage you. Uh, this program will not only, you know, is airing right now, but will air seven o'clock tonight. So we want you to join back in and listen to uh, Raising Kingdom Kids. We have this Warrior Watch every Wednesday at one and seven p.m. We are so excited about what God's doing uh, on this uh, BPN Radio on this whole network. So we encourage you to get involved, to get involved with your money. Please pray for the network. Uh, if you want to sign up and be one of the the praying 
some churches. Uh, get on our website and let them know. We've got people praying all across the country. Uh, this is a ministry that is ordained by God. There's a couple of other things. Live Worship Collective is going to have another uh, worship night here at Celebration of Life on July the 8th at 7 p.m. We would love to have you come out here. They are powerful. God moves, and we see God do all kinds of amazing things, and the music is second to none. Um, also, get involved with Warrior, uh, www.warrior-chicks. Uh, you can you can hear see our blogs when we're having meetings across the country, when we're having uh, uh, services here in Baytown. We love you. We honor you. Have a wonderful day. And we just want to give you praise and glory, Jesus, for another opportunity to worship you. I enjoyed having everybody here on Warrior Watch today, and we'll see you next week. For the past hour, you've been listening to the Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.